This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, October 26, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. There's not too much to like in the Joe Biden tax plan, according to Cato's Chris Edwards. He argues that many of the tax hikes that are supposed to be reducing the deficits, well, the assumption just isn't realistic. He also argues tax hikes on high earners and others could be enormously destructive to American competitiveness. Candidates are famously stingy with details about tax plans until often well into the election season, and even then a lot of those don't hold up once they uh, take office. Uh, What do we know at this point about plans for taxing and spending by Joe Biden? Well, we actually know a lot. The uh, the Biden campaign has put out a lot of detail about both his taxing and spending plans. So over the next 10 years, his spending plan would increase federal government spending by about five and a half trillion dollars over 10 years. And he would increase taxes by about three and a half trillion dollars over uh, 10 years. There's been lots of detailed modeling done Uh, on his plan. And unfortunately, uh, these models are sort of often liberally uh, biased or Keynesian biased. They assume that spending is good for the economy. And they sort of assume that taxes uh, aren't too bad for the economy. And And so they actually find that this giant increase in the size of the federal government wouldn't be bad for the economy. In fact, uh, uh, they, they kind of find that uh, the Biden plan would be good for the economy. And here's a, here's a key uh, assumption in all of these models you, you may read the results of in the newspaper. They assume that, that uh, Biden's taxes would be gigantic uh, and he would, uh, in the long term, and that would tend to reduce federal government debt, that, and that will reduce so-called crowding out of private investment. So the Biden plan, the Biden plan is assumed to increase U.S. investment in the long term because it reduces the government deficit. But you know, does anyone really believe that Biden would use all this, the tax hikes to reduce deficits? I don't think so. Uh, I think higher taxes will fuel higher spending. If we look at, say, another model of how this works. Is there anything that you can say with confidence about what those plans bring? Yeah, I, I think uh, just about all his tax increases are very damaging. So he would increase US, uh, the U.S. corporate tax rate, and he would broaden the U.S. Uh, corporate tax base. He would hike taxes on the foreign profits of U.S. companies um, that would be very damaging for U.S. multinational companies. He would uh, repeal the small business tax break that was in the Trump tax plan from 2017. He would hu- we, he would hike the payroll tax rate uh, by 12 percent on people earning over 400,000 a year. Uh, he would increase the death tax rate. The, one of the most damaging and underreported tax increases Biden proposes would be increasing the federal um, capital gains tax rate on high earners from 24% to 40%. That would be a massive increase. And in my view, that would be extremely damaging for a high-tech industry, Silicon Valley entrepreneurship, because of course, investment in risky high-tech startups and biotech startups, the return is a a capital gain for the investors who put in the money uh, for these long-term investments. And so I think this is really underreported because, as we know, Silicon Valley seems to be generally on the side of Biden 
uh, and the Democrats, but they support this capital gains tax hike that I think would be very damaging to Silicon Valley in the long run. Uh, and he's got other tax increases. He would increase the top individual income tax rates and increase taxes on real estate and other industries. So I think this is very damaging. And But unfortunately, I don't think the, the models that are th- these economic models that are uh, estimating all these effects are, are really capturing the, uh, the, the damaging effects that this would have on the economy. Okay, so that's the tax side. What about on spending? You mentioned that uh, over 10 years, uh, his plans would increase federal spending by $10 trillion. That's right. So if you can Google the Penn Wharton uh, model Biden budget plan to get some of these details. Uh, but uh, Biden would hike spending by about $2 trillion on education, uh, $1.6 trillion on infrastructure, half a trillion on housing, half a trillion on or one and a half trillion on health care on and on and on. One of the problems with the modeling of all the spending is that a lot of it is assumed to be good for the economy. So, for example, the Penn Wharton budget model, um, you know, models that that Biden would increase infrastructure spending by one and a half trillion dollars. And they kind of assume that would be good for the economy. But, um, you know, we know that a lot of government infrastructure spending is is actually very is not good for the economy. It's a loss for the economy. As one example, I mean, Biden plans a massive spending on high-speed rail, but high-speed rail is very inefficient. Cost-benefit analysis shows that actually the, 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 ben- the benefits are far less than the costs. So I think these assumptions that the spending will be good for the economy is, is very off-base. Another way to think about this is, is, is like this. So Biden would increase uh, spending on, say, in- infrastructure and education by about $3 trillion, okay? Uh, this is spending that state governments usually do. State governments own uh, most infrastructure. They provide public schools. But uh, that that kind of, if you assume that this is good for the economy, it means the state governments are not spending enough on these activities now. But how do we know that? I mean, we have 50 state governments. They are deciding the optimal amount of education and infrastructure spending to do right now. So this is like the federal government coming in and saying, we as central planners in Washington know much better than you 50 states do on how much to spend on education and infrastructure. So modeling this spending as if it's good for the economy, I think really uh, it's sort of like the, the, the central planning idea that Washington knows best. And so I think that there's fundamental problems with the way uh, that, that uh, these economic modelers are, are, are judging the, the spending effects of Biden's plan. Chris Edwards directs tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast anywhere you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.